I'm Luke Summerhays. I'm James J. Miles. I'm James Jasper Stewart. And I'm Mars. And you're listening to Monster Mash. And on this week's episode, we're hunting five, no, six <coughs> monsters, all from Monster Hunter World, making a return and rise. Ooh. Whether you prefer uh, Kula Yuku using a pot or the pot character from Elden Ring. Pots, pots, pots. Kula Yuku? Kula Yuku would pick up the pot enemy from Elden Ring. Bash him away. Who's not the I hope there's like throw attacks you can do on it. The um, This may be a common theme for the world monsters that we're going to be chatting about today but i do feel that with i know we we, we have talked smack about some of the things we don't like about world over the course of our return uh, to this podcast and our chatting about rise but one thing that we have praised about world is the kind of living breathing sort of well ecosystem the world that it, that it creates in each in each zone and i do think that for some monsters, I think Kulik is one of them, you do kind of miss out on some of the interactions you get with other monsters by the, the so I suppose, the, the less dense world that we have in Rise. Mm. Yeah, Kulik, I mean, I don't think he's the biggest example of it. I was going to say, who but... does he really interact with? Like, I, I can't... It's, I, I he doesn't, really like, stand and fight, but it's the comedy of seeing him run away from stuff was a big thing. Yeah, and it's, like, right. him, like, snuffling about nests and, you know, like, like, Renoplos eggs or, or Wyvern yeah. eggs. He still does that occasionally in Rise. They do at least plonk him down and yeah. let him run towards the Renoplos area and Rise. There's something like that. God. I think he's definitely been a bit harsh on him. Like, I think he's—I I didn't think he changed dramatically, to be honest. He just seemed like Kuli Yaku, but he's back. For me, it's just that I did—I ticked him off, and I don't think I felt any need to do any more Kuli Yakus in this game. But I mean, that's the same with most of the lower-ranked monsters, no? Like, I know he's a returning one. Yeah, all, he's still had still that rise. Like, you kind of—he's fun initially to fight, and then you know. Really fake I guess because we didn't do a we didn't do a podcast about him early on. I never made the armor or anything. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can make your armor now. It's fine. Probably won't oh, though. Well. <laughs> yeah. Sad, isn't it? Unless I get it in my head that I have to have a complete collection, which is the sort of thing my brain does. Oh no, Luke. <laughs> maybe the fact that, like you said, he was low rank, and we did him maybe once or twice, and that's it. He hasn't made as much of an impression on me in Rise and like seeing him how he interacts in, in this particular game with the environment. Whereas in World, um, I definitely a lot more often, and I, you know he, he made more of an impression of me in that game. Again, I suppose he also has the benefit of him being a new monster in that game as well, which is a mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. But he's also, in World, he's like one of the few monsters that has a bit of a cheeky personality. Whereas mm. in Rise. Uh, we got what's it, Bishoden this time, you know? Who, right, that kind of happens uh, as well to a degree, like the way it kind of waddles about. Yeah, so I think there's, uh, I don't know. I think a lot of the monsters in World are uh, more serious, right? Yeah, They're more, yeah. Uh, and uh, and so in Rise, uh, Kuliaku is more of a 
more of a normal normal monster, I suppose, than he, in a world where he's a bit of a. It's funny if they put him on more maps where uh, Magna Malo is about and just having like a killer Yuku come warning him with a pot screaming at a Magna Malo. <laughs> but, like, but like a real human scream <laughs> not, not a monster scream <laughs> a man the Wilhelm scream <laughs> yelling <laughs> oh no Magnamolo that exact voice as well that recording <laughs> oh, I always hear Arsene Wenger whenever <laughs> whenever anyone does that yeah, he's just screaming about the two two year World Cup cycle. <laughs> okay. Brilliant. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think that is his main problem is just that in World he was like the wacky monster among the serious ones, whereas here he feels like the serious monster among the wacky ones. It's like when uh, Will Smith did. I, I don't think he comes across as a serious. No, right, no, but come on, he just come on, he calm, not calm. serious, but. More grounded. I think it helped as well that in World, I always remember him running about the, uh, what's it called? The Wild Spire Wastes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. That's like my favourite area, other than the Coral Highlands, probably. Uh, so not your favourite area. Well, it's, it's other than that one, yeah. <laughs> so not your favourite <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But it's a, it's um it is such a strong area of the game that one uh, because unlike the silly old jungle it's really easy to navigate around mm-hmm. you get a nice nice sense of uh, an ecosystem but you've also got you know just Kula Yeku running around doing his doing his thing. I feel uh, like I he was good. in a lot of like pre-release material and like the beta and stuff. I feel like Kula Yaku was getting a lot of attention before World came out, and people had already decided we love this this goofy chicken. Mm-hmm. So maybe even though yeah. I didn't fight him that much in World, I just was aware of him. He's one of the <clears throat> few monsters that uses, uh, well, effectively tools, isn't it? Because he picks up like the rocks and the pots and stuff, and yeah. uses them as a shield and smashes them about. Well, see, he's the again... missing link between the the wyverns and the wyvarians. Oh. <clears throat> Except he's not, because we found him. He's here in the game. <laughs> he was the missing link up till we discovered him in the new world now he's become Science, the weakest link but he's not now in the old world because we're not in the new world are we yeah but we one? discovered him in the new world yeah but it's a whole new world did, we, but did how, we bring him back this is a question like how did all the hmm. the world monsters get to the old world they're like reasons the language reasons that don't need explained created them all didn't they don't ask questions like <laughs> them over no I think it's the comes back to like the old kind of seasons like kind of lower aspect of it, like the monster in the world like the, these monsters you never saw them at older games because they weren't in season mm. like they only come out at certain times of the year so what we've had five seasons and somehow the no, no, no. Is that no, I'm not saying <laughs> that. Like, like it's, obviously, like there's five monster, like main like monster hunter games, but like what really thro- throws it for a loop, the whole seasons thing is. Monster Hunter DOS like had a like night and day cycle with the seasons as part of like the mechanic. But also the so um, you can only fight monsters at certain times. Monster Hunter Rise is mostly set in new locations, so we just didn't see any Kuluyukus in the other locations. Who no, not returning like mostly. <laughs> yeah, but it's not that far away. Is it? Locations as well. <clears throat> yeah, but like you could go over yeah. the sides of the mountain and there's different birds. Yeah, but are you telling me that these are meant to be like undiscovered monsters? Like we've never heard of these no. monsters in the new world, isn't it? So wild. And the answer is they were just on the other side of a fucking mountain. That's not impressive. That's yeah, the thing about like they travel. I think about the people in Monster or like the Monster Hunter world. They travel by like airship mostly. That's going to like take days, if not weeks, to get where they need to go. So of course things are going to like also not like, be discovered like easily. I think people in. Hunters only really care about the monsters directly around them because that's what they have to deal with. Nah, you've got an explorer out there who's going around documenting yeah, this thing. Yeah, but I'm just saying, the, hu- the hunter we play as doesn't read them books. They're into book learning, they learn on the streets. <laughs> they may not even be able to read. They've got their own log, so I'm going to assume they can. That might not be for them, maybe for the cat. 
And for us, well, it's just all like what, what, what is it called? A cat's log. Or stuff like it's not actually written. Like, language is just like, cat's yeah. log. Poor date <laughs> They just listen to the rhythm, the rhythm of the street, where they open up their eyes, open up their ears, get together. Binky Barnes. I was about to say this another fucking Arthur reference. <laughs> of course he is. You know, on brand. I only ever watched Arthur because there was a cartoon I actually cared about on afterwards. Ooh. Mona the Vampire. Is that Hey Arnold? I, I did like Mona the Vampire. Yeah? Yeah. There's a girl loose in school. <laughs> <laughs> Show us your bag. Hey, Mona! <laughs> A bird wyvern known to store toxins within its body. It uses its tongue like a whip and can stretch or shrink it at will, allowing it to grab up food. As a defense against threats, Pukey Pukey have numerous toxic attacks. Keep an eye on both its mouse and its arse. Mouse. <laughs> yeah, I misread that bit. But that's why I thought I'll save it. If I say arse, if I say arse, then it'll be alright. Uh, tail. Pocket mouse and mouth. like under his wing. It's little mouse friend like ratatouille. Yeah. Well, that's how it's con- that's how all the that's how everything in the world is controlled, isn't it? We've all got little little uh, rodents inside of us that operate all of our. They're not inside yeah. to confirm. Spinning on a wheel, you know, no, operating I... pukey pukey. Oh but no! Well, that's why it's called pukey pukey. It can't go on the... the top of my head because I've got no hair for it to yank. So it has to go up my butt. <laughs> could probably grab onto your, your sort of follicles. <laughs> Quite so, <laughs> bold people are just controlled by microscopic sized <laughs> this may be a world record for going off track <laughs> I mean does I mean, it count as going off track if we were never on track <laughs> that's true so how is this one on the, the tongue scale Jay on the tongue scale <laughs> um we established a proper scale for it. It's yeah. Is this like the uh, the measure for heat in food? Is it? Like... It's it's not. It's 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 pretty grim. Especially does like the little like I'm gonna lick you sort of run towards you with his tongue kind of gagging out. Um, I don't know. I think I think it's like the quickness of the Volvodon tongue makes it a particularly nasty affair. Whereas Pookie Pookie's a bit, you know, he's he's not as rapid with the tongue. I'm really surprised by this because I thought like the the slow tongue would be like grosser. We're just flicking yeah, it out. It's therefore like it. longer. Um, <laughs> It'd dry out as well. It's like you know undulating and wibbling and wobbling. Like so like got, the pookie pookie tongue. Like really dry tongue. It reminds me of like a party streamer. <laughs> like right, a party. You know what it? Do you know what it reminds me of? What's that? It reminds me of those Jar Jar Binks heads that were free in packets of Walker's <laughs> Crisps when Phantom Menace came out. And it was a plastic Jar Jar Binks with a long, rubbery, sticky tongue that yes! supposedly... Holy shit, you yes, You could flick yes. them at shit and grab stuff, but it never yes. fucking worked. <laughs> yes, I, I know exactly what you're on about. Bang on. <laughs> never ever seen those in my life. Did that used to put you off your, your crisps? Eh, uh, No. I just, I, no, well, I you were right with that. I, I, I didn't fucking get the Jar Jar Binks head to like place the crisp in my mouth. I used my fucking hands. Yeah, you didn't like you didn't <laughs> wave it around rapidly. Oh my god! I uh, can you hear? Can you believe that, Andy? He used do. his hands like a savage to eat his crisps, <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't use the Jar Jar Binks tongue that was supplied with the packet of crisps. <laughs> you freak! <laughs> Now I'm wondering if they did genuinely think we were going to be fucking eating the crisps with the cha-cha head. <laughs> <laughs> I bet someone did. Well, I've still got ten of them here. That's how we eat all of our crisps. <laughs> That's how we eat all our food. <laughs> the only thing that the tongue actually stuck to was crisps. That's the problem. So, I think we spoke about this on the Pookie Pookie episode before. And I actually... I'm pretty sure we spoke about it on the bloody Camellios episode as well. 
But it is now a bit weird to have both Pookie Pookie and Camellios in the same game. Yep. I was going to bring that up if you didn't. <laughs> well, I did. But it's... All it means is just that, as we've established by the fact that we've barely talked about it, no one gives a shit about Pookie Pookie now. <laughs> did anyone ever give a shit about Pookie Pookie? I liked him. I thought he was like... Uh, an interesting monster in terms of like all the different ways of would yeah, interact. It was fun enough. Well, people did like him. I remember he did have the Pookie had a moment where like he was like the the hidden monster in the monster world like demo, where like he had a random chance of like, spawning. So like there was like a big search for like the Pookie. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember now. Also, I think so, there, like, a lot there of people do that many poison not monsters, people, right? Enough people do like him because of that. And not anymore, Luke, yeah, because, like, there used to be fucking tons of them, but... I mean, in World specifically. <clears throat> oh, in World specifically, um... You'd get to Rathion eventually, a bit later, and then... The, uh, Val... the, um... Did Valzer's yeah. axe weapons do poison? Yeah, but the monster... No, they didn't, no. I think no. it was more the area, wasn't it, that's memorable as the kind of poison-ish mm-hmm. effect. Uh, well, that's what I mean, if you wanted poison, Puke was basically what you had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pokemon weapons are actually pretty decent. In I used them for a while. Yeah, yeah. With my so, yeah, I guess he... me- metal hammer with like a pookie wing attached. It <laughs> terrible weapon designs in that game. <clears throat> Although I mean, he's an. I think he's another monster that in world stands out quite well because it's yeah, it's the bizarre one. It's the gold was... dust of uh, <laughs> of, <laughs> of, uh, of monster in the world. Um, I also quite liked the because it had. It, I mean, it's probably a little bit too subtle for my liking, but it does change colours a bit, doesn't it? During the during the fight, I think. Does it go uh, a bit red? It's got uh, some other colours. Yeah, from his tail, it kind of pulsating when he poisons yeah. his tail. It, it, it does go red a little bit when it's in like its rage mode. That that is yeah. true. Um, I I think it's which I always thought was a little bit understated, if anything, because normally animals that are well toxic are quite uh are very vibrantly colored or they're you know non-toxic animals pretending to be toxic are very vibrantly colored to give you the impression and pukey pukey is like it's 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 mostly just a quite dull green color which is a little bit odd i think so maybe but, a byproduct yeah. of coming from world where it was a bit more grounded yeah, possibly but i think even within world it could have gone away with being a little bit brighter but yeah maybe it's just uh they wanted it to fit in with all the other all the other monsters i think as well another another reason maybe pookie doesn't stand out as much in rises um it had its own little sort of area in within the ancient forest like at the back of the map like with the where it had like the the nuts it would eat and spit out and all the, like, the poison mm. plants kicking about that that was like its nest that it would fly mm. back to and it's kind of lost that I suppose extra element of its <clears throat> fight uh, coming to rise I think I that's probably like quite a major shortcoming for any of the um, returning like low rank kind of monsters is that mm. world really extends their personality by uh, giving them stuff in the environment for them to do like very mm. noticeably uh, whereas in in this game, yeah, like as you say, like Pukey's kind of a just looks a bit lost. <laughs> yep, <clears throat> lost in the shuffle. I don't know if this is actually a thing or just in my head, but I feel like Pukey Pukey shows up a lot in rampages. Any yeah. memory I have of doing a rampage, I remember there being quite it, a few Pukeys. I would agree. I'd say it's one of the sort of major, like because it's, it's it's almost one of the types, right? Like, um... yeah. It commonly represents, like, right? like, is it the flying? Maybe that's one? just the type of rampage quest that you always like. We're on. But uh, I basically okay, just like, did the story ones. ones so. right? yeah. yeah, I think because those are low rank, then it is more likely to turn up. Whereas if you do the, the mm. more advanced ones, you'll get stuff like Raffalos turn up a bit more often. Than I guess if it's only got a small pool of monsters to gather, then yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, it's it's one of the early game monsters that has a projectile, right? So. It, Sort of yep, that true. Niche. True that. We're still, I don't know. 
Pukey Pukey's never struck me as a particularly social animal. I know that rampages aren't an, a social thing; they're a result of, uh, you know, <laughs> also gathering yeah, all that stuff. Garbage. But I just, I just, I look at him and I go, you know, Kamura Village much, has an open house. You coming, mate? Yeah, I don't, I don't reckon he would. I reckon, I don't reckon he would. Just imagine gonna, like he'll, he'll probably go like one big monster <laughs> disco now, making all the monsters like getting ready at your party. Uh, uh, he's got, uh, he's got a lot of nuts to nibble. That's what he's up to. Disco Pouquet likes disco music. I've been quite uh, critical of him, but I still, I still think it's a perfectly good. Poison I don't monster. think he's lost much, as much as some of the others in the move from Wild to Rise. Like, because yeah. he, I mean, he he did benefit somewhat from his area and stuff, and he stood out more in Wild, maybe. But he's still got a whole bunch of different interesting attacks he can do in Rise. Yeah, he's, he is, he's colourful enough that so he doesn't look shit. He's also a pretty good uh, tutorial monster, isn't he? For poison Stars. effects and yeah. uh, spacing and uh, mm. I, I guess cutting tails and all that kind of stuff. I think he very much he serves his purpose. He's a good lower card uh, <laughs> monster. Good lower card Gorgos. Good lower card wrestler. <laughs> yeah, but he, he wouldn't he'd be on like before the cameras even roll. <laughs> He's the house show monster, is he? Yeah. A fanged wyvern that flies among the treetops, its penchant to brush against the ground and the trees as it moves around, builds up static electricity within its fur. This action allows it to reach a charged state, identified by its glowing fur, in which its head and tail attacks are said to be particularly lethal. This boy is juiced! Yeah, he's been souped up a bit for I feel like he even just looks spikes, more like, He throws out his little spikes like way more fucking often than like it's like so if you're not close enough to him during like during a the hunt, then you're gonna have like, a bad time, like get stunned like fairly often. Like I I remember in well just fucking bullying Toby Kadachi's, but mm-hmm. here he like is kind of a threat. I think from um, from doing the fight. Um, against them. I think what I found compared to the world fight in my memories of fighting him in the world is that he doesn't jump on the walls as often and like mm. cling on to them. Mm. Um, which again is... That's like, that's like map well, that's design it, stuff yeah. again from world to rise again, isn't it's it? Exactly, like, yeah, he yeah. has his own exclusive like, nest area. Yeah, oh, going Rathalos. back to the point we were making about the Puke, you know, like the, uh, the Puke had its own area. Toby had its own area in the ancient forest as well. Again, coming to rise, it loses that, it loses you know, lots of walls to cling to. It still did it once in the uh, in the hunt that I did uh, earlier, but mostly it was on you know on the ground doing its big tail swipes, doing its little kind of like flying swipes. That's maybe why they gave it more like kind of general moves and allowing it to throw its spikes out to like stun mm-hmm. like more often because it's this whole thing in world was like jumping on like the trees and surprise attacking you with like the somersault attacks. Up in the damage. Which it still does, but like just doesn't do bouncing off the walls anymore as much. Yeah, my image of Toby Kadachi in World is definitely it like crawling around trees, basically acting like a squirrel. It's a bit more ground based in this one. A bit more yeah. lizardy. Um but uh, yeah, I, I, I'm still quite fond of Toby Kadachi. I think it is. I mean, if you look at it on paper, it, it might come across as like a, from a design standpoint, like a poor man's Zoroger in terms of what it does. But mm-hmm. compared, when you actually fight it, um, obviously Zoroger's a bit more power based, like like slams. For his... Yeah, its movement is more nag, if anything. Yeah, to a point, it's it's sort of snake like in terms of the way it like coils around and and very. Um, very stuttery almost in its movements, the way it kind of like coils up to um like do a like a like tail slam on your what what have you. And uh, if wow. that hits you big big that big numbers. <laughs> What's that Colonel? What's it? Right, I got you. Snake like, I got you, I got you, I got you. Colonel, I'm gonna hit him with my tail. <laughs> Watch out, Snake. Um But yeah, I'm a big fan of Toby. Um I think he's still kept um, his identity coming across the rise where I was a bit more a bit more sour on um, the previous two months as we chatted about it but still a fan of Toby 
I'm a Still fan of Toby, but to be honest, I think Andrew, although his films were worse, I think he did the role better. I remember um, Toby could actually give me a few issues as a new to Monster Hunter player uh, back in World. And I think oh, yeah. it is because uh, his movement compared to so many of the other monsters is very unique. Like, it is quite erratic. He does require a different kind of camera management, you know, with going up the walls and stuff. And he had that big <laughs> i don't know uh that big uh that big tail slam move where it was all yeah. charged up and it could uh it could stun you and all that kind of stuff i probably was also using terrible armor at the time for i, the I fight. suppose before him in world most of the monsters you fought are quite a lot like bigger and slower right yeah so yeah so i can he see was, um... killer yeah but cooler doesn't actually do anything does it yeah. <laughs> well, we're going back to digging up. <laughs> <laughs> On the oh, other man. episode, the, the boys done with Kooley again for half an hour. Oh, poor Kooley. I bet it smells. Picking up little pots and rocks and rotten eggs, you know? Just yeah. eat yeah, eggs, does yeah. Probably, yeah. The eggs rotten? Well, I assume they were still like fresh. Kulu, you pee for like. I'm thinking about like after he eats it, like he just like just clean himself, you know. Like, like so. yeah. it doesn't matter how fresh big, they are. Big oh, egg, old guy at his eggs, you're gonna smell. Yeah, big eggy farts. That's that's his life. That's why he puts so much effort into those uh those that that quiff he's got going on with his yeah. feathers. He uses the remaining egg whites. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. something about Mary. It's slightly less disgusting. <laughs> something about Kulu Yaku. <laughs> There's a waft about him, that's for true. But no, in uh, in Rise, I don't remember having any issues at all with uh, with fighting Toby compared to what oh, really? was in, in World. Yeah, I think... I don't know. It, Rise is such a, a fast... such a much more fast-paced game that I think uh, he fits much more naturally into the yeah, I can, I can into the into the monster that. set. That could in be addition another reason. Threw me off, but like the Toby could Why actually have anything because like bump up his numbers. Could be, but I do agree. I think it's a it's a good monster. Um, I do like the way that it moves uh, with that very flexible spine it's got as you were saying earlier and the skittish nature of it but also the ability to suddenly drop a pretty hefty attack but you know once you know it's tells it's a pretty pretty manageable fight but it's i think it's definitely you know a monster i'll always remember for being one of those monsters that you had to work at a little bit to beat it taught me something different that the other world monsters to that point hadn't i'm not sure that in this game if you were a new player, you'd have that same moment because he's more of a standard monster. But it, at the same time, there's enough going on with 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 Toby to make him uh, at least aesthetically pretty cool. When we were doing the early episodes of this Rise series, you were quite good, Mass, at picking out like, oh, this monster feels like it's there to teach this, and this monster does that. Like how the game progresses through the monsters. I don't feel like any of the world monsters actually fit into that. Like, even some of the monsters which did return from other games felt like they had, like, a... They were there for a specific purpose. Whereas none of the Mm -hmm. world monsters do. They do kind of feel like they're there just to bulk up the numbers. Suppose you've got... I mean, mean, again, this is pure speculation because I don't know much about the development cycle of this game, but I wonder if this was... Like, the, the early sort of design aspect of the monsters was kind of being ironed out whilst World was maybe still in development... And then, once well, the, they had World, I don't the know. The two games That's... were being developed side by side quite a long so, time. So, yeah, maybe then that kind of may, may explain it, that the um, the World Monsters were then kind of added in once they had the kind of overall design of the game in place, like in terms of, right, we want this monster to teach you this aspect right. of the game. And then the World Monsters were, just like, I suppose, as blunt as it sounds, shoehorned in, in a way, yeah. Oh yeah, these are free bonuses. It doesn't have to be a negative thing. Just be like, oh, the guys on the other team have got some cool monsters. Let's chuck them in as a little treat. Mm-hmm. Hunters can have a little world monster as a treat. Also, like they know with like world being like the Capcom's like biggest selling game ever, like they're gonna have to put 
a number of world monsters in the next Monster Hunter game, like just so people who started that world go oh, I recognise that monster or they're excited mm-hmm. by it. It's gonna be a lot of new players like favourite monsters. Speaking of recognising a monster from world This belligerent monster will attack anything without hesitation. The membrane along its tail fans out when it's provoked, a behaviour theorised to be either an act of intimidation or thermoregulation, as it has been known to do so when it breathes fire. I do feel from the sun. That's how it does its fire. That's why it has to be naked, it breathes through its flaps. Um, at risk of sounding like I'm just continuously being negative in this episode, I do feel Anjanaf has lost a lot of his presence in Rise compared to his position in World. But I think that was always going to happen, considering how much of a feature monster yeah. he was in World. But then Anjanaf wasn't... He was, he was well featured, but he was never that impressive as a monster. He was in the showcase of the first trailer. He wasn't, right? But if you if a lot of people, World was their first game. And you're dealing with, mm. like, Jagras and Kulu, and they're like, okay, they're kind of dinosaurs and big lizards, but, you know, they're manageable. And then this guy's the fucking T-Rex, basically. He has that bit right at the start of the game where he almost gets you. And I guess there was there probably was a sensation of, like, oh, God, I've got to fight that thing. Whereas for us, we knew that he was just, like, a, you know, basically, like, the first-rank boss, and that there was going to be plenty of bigger monsters to come. But yeah, I'm sure he did make quite an impression on new players. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So yeah, I I just I do think that uh, Anjanaf loses a lot in this game, but that's because I feel like the size of him in World was like huge compared to what he is in this game. I think but, uh, that that might be genuinely just because I'm like you know now he doesn't feel like such a big threat. But I, I feel just, like the I... camera was a bit tighter into the player in World most of the time. Yeah, and it did that cinematic it... camera a lot as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they could make they him feel like, big. There were like moments like which again the map design changing between the two games is, is something that's been lost here. But there were moments where the camera would pull in even tighter, like if it was chasing you through like the narrow passages, mm. and it was yeah. kind of like chomping at you behind you, like kind of trying to bar- barrel its way through a tunnel. Um, and those moments kind of, I suppose, they help to accentuate how bloody massive he fell at times. Object in the rearview mirror, may appear closer than they are. Okay. <laughs> that was the most unusual version of that song I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like now, obviously, I'm a bit closer to what you guys are, a bit more experienced, and uh, yeah, Anjanaf isn't isn't such a big deal but back then uh it was the it was the first kind of apexy like monster that i'd uh, gone up against and of course it did help that in as we said world he had so much uh screen time like devoted to making him feel very impressive that um that he was and then again i think in this game he's just a little bit more a little bit more lost in the shuffle but he's again he's got enough going on with him i think to make him a worthy addition to any Monster Hunter game, but uh, definitely mid-tier. <laughs> He's really grown on me, especially compared to how we all felt about him before World came out. Mm-hmm. Like in the initial trailers and stuff, we're just like, oh, look at this boring dinosaur they keep showing us. And it's like, oh, okay, well, at least he's got like some fluffy feathers like a vulture and like, oh, look, he's got those flaps and oh, look at his weird nose. And that was like, yeah, I love, I love the Anjanath. <laughs> yeah. It was always fun in World, like, I remember, like, in, in World, like, like, first, like, didn't really like him to begin with, and then when you see, like, how the monsters interact, interact like, with the world, and they just go about, like, the business, and when you catch an Anjanath, like, just, like, sunbathing with his wings out, I was like, yeah, this, this monster was, like, pretty, pretty decent. That's one of the best things about World, is just seeing them exist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in a way that you don't quite in Rise. I, I don't know if I'm making this up or not, but in World, if you were, like, say, right under a stomping Anjanaf, like, sort of running between its legs, would the camera shake a little bit or not? 
can't remember. I mean, the camera might have just had a bit of a moment because it's getting it stuck might have between done, his legs. But I, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know if, if that plus... Yeah, I don't know if that's a thing or not. In my head it is, and I like to think that it is, because when you track its footprints, it's obviously got the big fucking classic T-Rex-style footprints, and you're like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Good old little Jurassic Park moment. Another thing that's kind of been lost between World and Rise is, like, how in World you had uh, things like the um, the, the mantle, it's like the, the ghillie mantle, um, and, like, the hiding in the tall grass to, like, lose, like, so the monster would kind of lose aggro on you. And if you did that with the engine after the area, he would pop his big kind of nose bone out and start like snuffling around for you, um, which again added to that presence and that sort of intimidation mm-hmm. factor that he had, uh, you know, especially early game uh, in, in World. Whereas again, not something you'll get for him in Rise, sadly. So we're talking a lot in this episode about like because the world was all about that world, the monsters have kind of lost a bit of something. And I wonder if, you know, a few years from now when Rise monsters are coming back in some future game, are we going to feel like, ah, without them being collected into this, like, whole theme and the little paintings of them and the poems, they just feel like normal monsters, like... No, I think a lot of them are better, more established things that aren't as dependent on their place in the world, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, Bishoten showing up is just a fun time. I think, mm-hmm. you know, they are generally a little bit more distinct and i think that's because they aren't showing off that environment in that way they are just more standard monster designs i think everything's like in rise is going to be like more immediate anyway because it's a handheld game like you want to get people in action as quick as possible because they only have like 10 minutes for a hunt I think of anything yeah, that's running straight into, away, yeah. like you don't want to like faff about and like go oh, this monster's like going through its little routine of like sunbathing or whatever. Like, just want to like, get the aggro like instantly and then get into the fight. Just go down there early and put your towel down. <laughs> See now you you talking about them um, all sunbathing stuff makes me want a monster hunter snap game. <laughs> um, I'm early on. Early on in Rise, I was basically playing Monster Hunter Snap because I was getting photos of everything. Yeah. Well, they had that whole side quest uh, series in Iceborne, didn't they? Like, we're taking pictures. I never did any of them, really. But, like, yeah, well, but you, secret, you did have yeah, the one thing that put me off getting, like, the finishing off the plot for Iceborne after, like, went through it all, yeah. all, doing all the things in the base game. I was like, nah, not doing all that again. But ideally, you'd want it to do, a, like, Pokemon Snap and just take you through a guided tour of monsters and mm, doing yes. great stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, Safari. Yeah. 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 I'd play that. Monster Hunter Snap. Get her yeah. done. I thought you were going to say, all oh, this talk of him sunbathing on the beach. I want Monster Hunter Extreme Beach Volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, now that you say it, Luke, yes, I do. Um... <laughs> I would genuinely like to see Monster Hunter Extreme Beach Volleyball. I want to see Anjanath delicately put a strawberry into Jagras's mouth. <laughs> Hang on a minute. What? <laughs> so Yes, I did not understand that's that. That's the one bit I remember them mentioning in the review for Extreme Beach Volleyball in Edge. Okay. Wow. <laughs> that is a deep cut. I guess for like twelve year old or however old I was, Luke, that was extremely erotic. <laughs> <laughs> and you thought oh, that was so com- erotic. <laughs> you thought that was so erotic at the time that when I make this reference, everyone will get it. <laughs> <laughs> this, this had to be a part of everyone's formative years, no? <laughs> I just assumed you were all very familiar with the cutscenes from Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball. Fucking hell, mate. <laughs> I didn't think your opinion of me was that low. <laughs> A nefarious flying wyvern that travels the world in search of prey. It scatters its own explosive scales over a wide area to prey on whatever gets caught in the blast. In some places, this has earned it the nickname the Bomber Wild. Capcom fucked it on this one. Oh? It was added as DLC secretly, mm. like oh, a surprise yes. addition, but yeah. then 
you just load up high rank and it's like here where's the crest with the basil goose yep. <laughs> yeah 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 you also that. i thought you were going to mention the fact that in rise he completely loses the whole his whole his whole invasion gimmick because you just don't get that a whole lot in rise because of the whole immediate nature of the of quests of being a right. game where like monsters don't rotate out as much like sure like he's sat in a quest for like 40 minutes it'll probably happen and then a basil would probably come flying in and bomb you out of nowhere but like quick monsters like would always like rotate out like super quick mm. in the world mm. and, like, well so, also like, even you'd be in the, in the moment hunting your target monster and then out of nowhere you just hear like the, the bomber yeah. of the basil just coming flying in out of nowhere yeah. yeah the other thing is in rise you can see everyone who's on the map when you get there that's yeah. Yeah. Whereas in Wild, you'd hunt down whoever it is you're hunting, but you won't necessarily know who's hiding. So when Basil Goose decides it's time for you to get bombed, <laughs> there's nothing you can do about it. Bring back, bring back paintballs, lads. Bring back, bring back paintballs. <laughs> yes. This doesn't need to be. <laughs> and ironically, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, allows allows to get lost a little bit, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's no going back now, is there? No. no they don't have to stick with exactly this. It might change. It depends else. what like, the kind of mechanics they want to kind of go for in Monster Hunter 6. Like, will that be yeah. the next console one? Like, they might do something <clears throat> different. They usually do, so... I wonder um, if um, the reason they went so hardcore with um, the ambushes for Valstrax is because they kind of lost Basil Goose's... Hmm. Oh, I've got to say, like, the one thing they did add is, like, Basil Goose's quest, he does rotate area by area, so it does kind of still fit into, he's this monster that flies about looking for prey. Yeah. So, like, the quest is oh, always, so it's not the like location of the quest is always random. Oh, that's pretty cool. So yeah, they did. There is that, at least he met. Bits and bobs. Some, yeah. I do think that, you know, despite perhaps leaning some of that invasion aspect that made him so cool in in in, in world at, at its core he's still you know the same bloody awesome monster you know oh, he's yeah. still a fantastic fight really and cool it just got crazier as well when they they had the update in world for devil joe because the other invasion monster like with the more classic invasion monster like mm-hmm. so when both of those like appear and like fight each other as always yes. fun times yeah i agree i don't think uh I don't think Basil Goose perhaps loses as uh, as much as uh, some of the other monsters do oh. from World. It's a shame that it doesn't have the same, you know, as you were saying earlier, surprise angle. But it's still a very fun and I think quite unique monster in, in terms of like the monsters that are in this game. It feels distinctive, but in a way that also still fits in, I think, with, mm-hmm. with the cast here. Well, um. His stick in World was that he was the one monster who wasn't tied to a location. So it makes sense that he can transfer across without losing anything. Mm-hmm. Did not end up pretty much... No, that was just for his, like, Elder's Recess was kind of, like, his zone that like, you fought him in, like, for solo quests. But actually, no, you're right, because he could turn up anywhere. Yeah, I don't know what I'm on about. I don't know what I'm on about. <laughs> yeah, we're just talking about... He's I may be thinking of um, Seething. Seething Babagus. Mm. Yeah, he was, like... As Elder Elder Recess was his area, for sure. Okay. I don't think I ever fought a Seething. Do you not know like big purple bombs? You didn't miss out on much. But mm. I like them. Good, good variety. It's just one of varying. the classic, irritating, more explosive pricks. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing for you. I think there's always a <clears throat> there's always a danger with these kind of more the like the later you go into it's not just Monster Hunter but any video game. Where you just uh, you you make them big annoying explosive boys. You make the pur- we make them purple. You make them more annoying, right? There's always a danger that things can get a little bit too much. Like the scale is too big, or some some something is just a bit too much. May I introduce you but to I a think... game called Monster Hunter Frontier? <laughs> <laughs> but I think um, I think Basil does. I think there's a really nice mixture between, you know, the threat, the him flying around, you having to kind of manage your camera on him, 
dodging away from the explosives, getting back in to, to get your damage in, moving back out again. I think there's a really nice tempo to fighting him, both in World and in Rise, that makes him just always quite a good time whenever he turns up. Yeah, so you I feel think... like, especially in Rise with Bazaar you also feel like you have to be like always on the move, like reacting to mm-hmm. explosive scales and then, or like getting him to the point where you can get him angry so he glows and then so you're doing like more damage on the tail or, or head. Yeah, I think with, as well, being able to like wire bug away from him and stuff, the fact that it's quite a, it is a monster that keeps you on your toes, keeps you on the move. He fits in so well with the tools that Rise gives you in a way mm-hmm. that I don't think is true for the other returning world monsters. Yeah, definitely agree with that. Yep. Still a cool monster. I think he's done all right, and I think he'll he'll be. It'll just be in rotation like Devil Joe and Rajang forever now. I think people love yeah. Basil Goose and with good reason. Mm-hmm. I I hope. Oh, I guess we had it in World. All three of those can theoretically turn up at once. I'd love to see that carnage. Pessing. Wyvern. That. Inhabits. Swamps. Utilizing. The. Mud. There. To. Hunt. And. Survive. It wallows in the mire to maximize cuteness respiration and preserves the toughness of its scales. The sludge it spits is highly viscous, so watch where you step. Lest you get stuck in it. <laughs> oh, I thought there was going to be a reference to Hoth, but uh, no. <laughs> no, not this time. Mudfish. Tell you what, fucking wish this guy was eaten by a wampa and left decaying in a cave in Hoth. I hate, I hate this monster, <laughs> and I don't know why he's back. Such a it's weird. He's not that bad. Fucking hell. It's, yeah, but it's the it's the point in the game where you fight him. He's such a weird yeah. time that they put him in as like a gatekeeper for wherever it is. I've forgotten now, but I remember where wherever it was. Start at high rank. He's the first like high rank. <laughs> Why? Why yeah. Gerados? I don't get it either. Like I was so yeah. confused early on in Rise where you're fighting all these cool like monsters, albeit in low rank, like you get Tigrex and things like that, and then. Like these are usually like left for high rank, and then your quest to get into high rank is a fucking high rank Geratidos. Just, <laughs> just doesn't fucking fit at all. Even though they have like kind of, he does a few more like different like, moves and things like that. And like, he has a bit more of a better fight than compared to World, but it's just yeah, you just don't see Geratidos as a your entry into high rank. It's weird, isn't it? Because I guess you well, could argue right. that it's like he's a bit shit. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess not, you not just giving you another generic dinosaur, right? Otherwise, what, what, what do you want to get your test into high rank? A roggy or something? I thought the rank Kadaki was going to be the the entry into high rank for rice. But rank is a more impressive monster. It's a big, bad, you know, very very late game monster. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you want it to be someone. Or well, it could have been like the other ones that get dead left, but not been in the early game. Like I said, this back when we were initially playing like rice, like in the beginning that. It was like, like I said, like the Tigrex or even like kind of Bishoten to a degree, like those could have been left until like much, much later. I think a big problem I've got with the Jaratus in this game is that um, his whole role and what he does feels like he's been totally usurped. As much as I don't like this monster as a fight, um, regardless, I still think Jaratus has been usurped by Almudron in many ways. Like, he's hmm. just. You know, yeah, some of the sort of fight. I actually yeah, like, I'm not, I like Almadron. So <laughs> he's designed, he's designed, like, an all, like, aspect of him is great, but, like, the fight is just so fucking annoying. Because he spends the time in the He's one of the few monsters in Rise, though, that really does feel like he's got his own territory, Alumatron. Like, yeah. Know, mm. This is his, this is his uh, house that you're walking into. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, whereas it's, it's Gerardos. <laughs> 
<laughs> just a fish out of water. <laughs> yeah, I just wish they had like, like I was saying before, like either Bishaten or like Sobtekan. Those should have been like one of the newer monsters, like brand new monsters should have been your entry into high rank. Oh, in world, your entry into high rank was just a puke puke in a surprising place, right? Mm. So it could have just been a monster you'd already fought. You know what? It should have been. Should have been a reworked Plesioff. Nah. I... <laughs> Silence. <laughs> I think. Broken headbox. Forever broken. Dratados is kind of the one monster who is improved by not being in World a little bit. Because in World, there was basically just that one tiny little swamp that he could hang out in. Mm. Whereas here, they don't really give a fuck about him it making sense that he can swim through the mud. So he has a bit more of a, a wider range to play in. Well, he's only in Flooded Forest, right? And that's basically where everywhere, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of works in context for that zone. Armidron's much the same in that zone as well, to be fair. So Again, adding to why I feel that Dradus is kind of pointless. <laughs> yep. I mean, what do are, what are people think about pissing wyverns in general are there any are there any good ones or is it all just kind of Gerardos uh... deer where it's like you know it's not terrible it's, i kind it's fine, of but... like the ice one in world oh i can't remember its name there we go yeah Beatodus. yeah yeah just because i think the snow looked really pretty and it had a cool spiky face <laughs> Fad, i've totally forgotten its name but similarly that was an entrance to the snow area in world so it was quite exciting in that regard yeah. so the, the only reason i guess that this, this is coming across as disappointing here is that it's an existing monster that we already know of um that isn't doing anything particularly wild or new is just being a bit harder mm. so i could if to me this feels like a case of us being disappointed because we already know him and know that he's not the most exciting yeah critter in the world <laughs> it's still a new monster right like it, it's it's a gate to fight something new. I prefer it than literally just seeing something we've already fought for the last 20, 30 hours. Yeah, I guess. You know. Do you think a new player would be that impressed by Jarathus? Like, especially That's when what I meant all the same before. Like, if Somnicamp and stuff like that never appeared in the low rank sections, and he was the new, he was the entry. Like, he's manageable. Like, Somnicamp isn't a He's a tricky. He can be a tricky fight for sure, like with his sleep paralysis. But he's, but... but he's not meant to be. But that's it. He should be manageable. That's the whole point. He is meant to be a manageable monster. You don't want your first injury to where things are suddenly hitting a lot harder. You obviously haven't got the armor to cope with a monster that hit much harder. Like that. That is the perfect monster to me. I, I, I just don't see the issue. Mm. Jared, this is the perfect monster on record there from Andrew Rice. <laughs> Strip that of all context and put it on a box. <laughs> That's the second teach show we're going to release. <laughs> I do get what you're saying, um, though, Andy. Like it, you can't you can't just have a, a high rank monster, the first one, and uh, kick your ass. Oh yeah, I'm not I'm not wanting. That's why I'm. Thinking, I know what you're like, saying. Something kind of, like I don't want to get yeah, yeah, yeah. out of the water and start a high rank. Like, but I don't think something kind of, or even Bishaten would be that. Like. It's like I just think those that, two out of the um, low rank yeah. and maybe one of those two are like the start of the your entry into high rank. Like, I, I, I totally disagree with that. I, I, I think they're too hard for an entry. Yeah, I think... Fair I, enough, fair enough. I guess at least within the context of this game, it's the first time you've seen a, a an old piss in Wyvern. So, you know, there's some new stuff at play with it. It's just that it's not very exciting. It just kind of writhes and rolls about, and uh, <laughs> I don't know. Geratodos is just a kind of eh to me. Just a fish in it. Just a fish. Just a mudfish. But yeah. Uh, Research mud fossils. It's got nice little, nice little. Drawing though in the uh, in the monster note. Oh, they all do. I like the picture of it. It looks like it's uh, doing some stretching exercises. <laughs> So next time, um, <laughs> we've somehow gone 
a dozen or two dozen or however many Rise episodes we've done, we've not really even spoken about the core feature of the game, like the big selling point on the box, which was uh, the Rampage. Um, so we are going to do an episode on the Rampage, talk about how it works, our thoughts um, on the Rampage fight itself, and uh, yes, I hope you join us for that one next time. But until then, where can we be found, Luke? We will be found on Twitter at Monster Mash Pod, or also on Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts, make sure you search us out, have a little look. Uh, if you want to help support this podcast, keep it online, you can go to podcast patreon.com slash podcastio podcastius there you can find links to other podcasts like Matt and Luke's Sci-Fi Sanctuary where we did an episode uh, well it won't be out quite yet when you're hearing this but Jay's going to be joining us for an episode uh, yes. so that'll be fun to talk about the Animatrix because Jay's a big old <laughs> I am can't wait to talk about how Yuna from Final Fantasy X is not a good voice actress <laughs> <laughs> Ha 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 ha! <laughs> <laughs> um, what can they tweet at Andy Man949 this week, Moss? Uh, tweet him just like general tutorials on stuff to do with the Switch. Like the more detailed they can be, the better. He needs <laughs> quite a lot of help using the system. Uh, so if you could just just send him some tutorials that you think would be helpful, then that'd be really great. Save us a lot of time uh, explaining to him the concept of, you know, uploading videos to Twitter, for example. If any anything focused on that, just just, would be good. Bye bye. All right. Catch you next time. Oh, see you. Video. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>might-as-well-start-my-quest-start-the-quest-yeah-yeah-crack-on-hopefully-we'll-be-done-soon-enough-the-change-my-weapon-because-I've-got-to-set-up-the-gas-in-the-joint-jays-quest-before-so-I-was
course I'm not! I spent ages trying to connect my fucking control! Now I'm sitting on the floor because I need to fucking charge my control! Oh, oh holy fuck, I got ambushed by a should fucking Valstrax! Should've... Should've set it up nice. for tabletop mode. Oh, I forgot to mention, get like a... Um... 30 second... Video, with your hand. 30 second rule. A 30 second video of my hand. Is, is, is this you just trying to fucking prove that I've done it? No, because I, otherwise the video will just be me fighting the action map. My crap. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I don't that it. much for our, our eight views that we get on YouTube. But... <laughs> what, what the fuck am I even meant to be doing? I'll give hunting you a video. a... Whatever it was you're hunting, and reporting back to us. Azuras? No, Fishy Boy. Arzuros? <laughs> Am I just fighting yeah, Arzuros? Famous no! What's that a whale monster, Arzuros? Okay, I found, I found a good view for you, That's yeah. not what you're hunting! <laughs> well, I am now. You're so, hunting Geratidus! So <laughs> One of us can probably do Geratidus before my anti swimming. It's true, I haven't even started the quest yet. Be fair, we didn't. If you're doing a single player one, me and Jas are in multiplayer, so. There's a little bit more health. Oh, there we go, you've got 30 seconds of me reading the Valshraths being up there. Nice. The Valshraths, baby! Oh yeah, I meant to do a video, aren't I? I, I, My I video is just me sliding down a big hill. Wonderful. <laughs> For the record, the video is going to be a picture because I don't know how to do the video. Just you hold down the, the share button. button. <laughs> Playing the person who doesn't play a lot of Switch. An second. <laughs> Why the fuck would I play a lot of Switch? Shit. <laughs> I don't even have the energy to deal with you being a cunt today. <laughs> Had a very, very long month. It's, look, the Switch is dead, along with every other system. That's all I I'm literally saying. only play my Switch. I bought a PS4 and I don't touch it. I actually cannot fathom that. To be fair, I've been much the same over the last month and a bit. We've all been playing my Switch. That's because she went back to fucking Hyrule Warriors, a game from 30 years ago. Good <laughs> games stay good, Andy! <laughs> No, I know it does! I know, I know that, new. but I've already played on the fucking Switch game! Right, the crew is fucking dead. Right, do you drive? Did you do a low rank one? <laughs> like, obviously he did. <laughs> For fuck's sake! I knew he would. Did you even get a video? <laughs> I, I've held oh. the record but I've done a couple of times, so we'll, we'll see what happens. My answer's <laughs> dead. And he's just got like fucking. 20 screenshots of Akuva. <laughs> yeah, but I'll just put them in between all the other videos. Just make a slideshow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My Toby is dead. Start the technology. Right, I'm putting up a dread dust. Yeah, but surely if I post it on, surely if I if I post it onto my timeline, you're not going to be able to. Just when you it. when you. So next to on your mouse on your computer, there's a little button. There's a second button to the right of that button. Well, firstly, you said the mouse. I'm using the switch, so how do I... <laughs> I can see things timeline. that you put on Twitter, Andy! <laughs> yeah, but you can't download that, can you? That's what I'm talking about, I can right-click on it. You right -click. Wait, you can download videos off of Twitter? I wouldn't have thought it allowed. I might have to use a third-party application. Whoa, Beth, you or want to steal my phone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, is it an NFT? <laughs> yeah, have, have, you pay, have, have you paid for the rights for these videos, by the way? <laughs> like, these <laughs> It does say, like, property of Capcom in the corner of the screenshots. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> What's your Twitter name? It's fine, if you just... Uh, Buscalily. If you go on Twitter and say... If you post a video or a picture, but you say on it... Not copyright, and you can just do it. It's fine. If you say no copyright. This is all YouTube fucking videos. Yeah. Copyright infringement not intended. This is vi uh, this video is for yeah. fun. <laughs> no. Authorities get slapped. <laughs> I hate. I hate. I hate this piece of shit. 
I think I've actually cursed him because I said this is old man Andy dealing with technology and while well, it is no no the technology is just shit oh yeah Do you know what I really that's enjoy? exactly exactly what old man Andy would say nobody ever uses this no one has ever posted a screenshot for their shitting switch old man yells a switch um do what I really enjoy to be fair Switches don't shit, so you know. Why is this anymore, mate? It's fucking dead. Get yourself a fucking PS3. You have more fun. A PS3. PST, <laughs> that brand new system. Oh my god. Can't wait to play Infamous, the one of the worst dated games I've ever played in my life. Oh, this is all right. Fucking what? Incredible dual narrative. Basil finished. That's it. Do you want to do the most evil thing possible? Do you want to just do what you're asked? <laughs> right, done. Do you or do not. There is no middle ground. Credibility already. <laughs> What's that? that? <laughs> I don't think anyone's thinking my. I mean, I, I do genuinely like it, but yeah, I don't know. I think so. I seriously rate it above most things. It's better than you feel. So. The thing is, yeah. you only ever say mad things. I don't think people know how to filter them out which ones are jokes. I mean, I understand the problem. I have it too. Life is a joke, a coaster, just got a laugh. Oh dear God. Does that one need any workshop in, Andy? A joke, a coaster. <laughs> <laughs> You want to ride Jared Leto's Joker coaster? <laughs> <laughs> Can't meet his damage. <laughs> I watched the uh, the Mortal Kombat 2021 movie. Is it is it better than the old ones? Because I remember they were like badly regarded. I don't know if it was alright, just had too much exposition, right? I, I wouldn't call I wouldn't call it alright. <laughs> it's it's very much a video game film, and you know, in all of its tra- trappings and failings. But I didn't hate watching it. I had a pretty good time. Kano was alright. Yeah, to a point. Um, cartoony, cartoonally, so as you'd expect. Yeah, I like the the. the... I prefer Mortal Kombat like that. You'd be surprised if they brought out the real nasty shit. Get the small still... guys to make it. I'm still pretty gruesome, but, you know. Oh yeah, but it has to go in American cinemas, right? So, you can only go so far. Oh, we can trap Historically, it was British cinemas that were bad for that shit. Was it? Yeah, that stuff would actually get banned here. Yeah. Because in America, it just wouldn't get a rating in the cinemas, would make less money. It's as good as it's being banned, no? What's that? It's as good as it's being banned, surely. No, it would just just run in a more limited fashion. Whereas here, the police would be like seizing up VHSs and smashing them and shit. Let's see. Remember Manhunt 2? 